Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host pre Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. morning and welcome to another episode of Embrace Today. I am your host, Epri Curry, and this morning we are going to conclude the focus series. The past seven weeks we've been um, talking on different topics and all of them have been um, based around being focused and staying focused on God. And oftentimes when we are going through our lives and walking out the purpose and the plan that God has for our lives to reach our destiny, our focus can be thrown off. And so this eight-week series was to help us to hone in on what we should be focused on rather than what we have been focused on. Um, Oftentimes we don't even realize that our focus is off until we have went left center field. And so I know, I don't know about you, but for me, these past eight weeks have been really challenging with trying to stay focused on God and trying to go through my process and trying to embrace each and every step that he has for me. And so this morning we are going to conclude the focus series. I just pray that you continue, even after this series is over, continue to try to remain focused on God and allow him to take you through each and every step of the way. Um, My husband uh, always says something about Uh, him and I the way that we think. And he says, I think in the future, and he thinks current. So he says that he's trying to get through the day. And in my mind, I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do X, Y, and Z, like in weeks to come. And so I thought that was kind of interesting as I was uh, reflecting on this message for this morning and staying focused on God. So this morning we are going to come from Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 35. Again, that's Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 35. And again, we're talking from, um, we're looking at being focused, but we're talking from the topic of presentable. And if you were on the prayer call this past Monday, we prayed about approval, and we prayed about um, getting God's approval, being approved by God and, and not being approved by man. And sometimes our focus is off, And when man approves us, we think that we're okay, but it's not something that God approves of. And so when we prayed on Monday, we was praying, asking God to help us to be a living sacrifice for him, help us to live holy and pleasing to him. And so that was our prayer on Monday. It was a really powerful prayer, and I was just excited to um, pray that prayer and then merge it with the topic of today's show and being presentable. And so when we think about being presentable, We're asking ourselves, like, how do we know that we are presentable? How do we know when we're ready? Like, what what are we supposed to do? How do we know, how do I know if I'm in good enough condition 
to be seen by someone or or some or or anything like how do I know when I'm ready and so when we were look when I was looking at this passage of scripture um at the end of last year, the thing that kept coming to me in this being presentable was who are we presenting ourselves to and so when you when you ask yourself the question, "Are you presentable?" you number one have to know who you're trying to present yourself to because on one hand, you can be you can be presentable to me, and then on the other hand, not be presentable to God. And so we have to ask ourselves: Who are we trying to be presentable for? Who do we want to approve us? Who are we doing this for? And so let's look at Luke chapter two, verses twenty-five through thirty-five, and twenty-five through twenty-six reads. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. And so when we are trying to determine if we are presentable, the first thing that we have to do is we have to learn to wait for the right thing. If we look at the passage, it says that Simeon was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. And so in 26, it said it it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And so, again, when we are trying to figure out if we are presentable, we have to learn to wait for the right thing. Um, If you can see, the text said that he was righteous, he was devout, so that means he had his character together and the Holy Spirit was on him, but yet he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for Israel to be restored. He was waiting for the kingdom to be restored. He was waiting for comfort to come. And so in that time, Israel was really oppressed. They were an oppressed kingdom, and they needed a savior at that time. But yet he was still righteous. He was still devout. He still had his character together. And even though they were going through the season that they were going through, um, being the children of God. And so when we are present, when we are trying to be presentable or wanting to know if we are presentable, we have to make sure that we are waiting on the right thing. We have to make sure that we are waiting on the Lord. We have to make sure that even as we are waiting, we are expectant. And when we are expectant, we are in a posture and a position to receive what God has for us. We are in a posture and a position to be presented to God at any and every time. The text says that he was righteous and devout. And so when we think about his character being righteous and devout and knowing that the Holy Spirit was on him, the Holy Spirit is in us. And so whatever it is that we are waiting on, whatever it is that we are trying to do or whatever it is that we are getting prepared for, our character has to match what we are getting ready to do. And so because we have the Holy Spirit within us and we have the word of God that is here, we have to make sure that we are aligning that thing up and we are waiting with expectation for the Lord to move in our lives. It said that it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And so he had to know what he was waiting for. He was waiting on the Lord's Messiah. He wasn't waiting on his own Messiah. He wasn't waiting on other people. He was waiting on the Lord's Messiah. He knew what he was waiting for, and his character matched what he was waiting for. He knew what the Lord had told him, and so he was waiting. He matched, his character matched, and he was known 
to have that righteous and devout character. And so we have to allow the Holy Spirit and our character to define us while we are waiting on the Lord to move. We have to make sure that we are waiting on God and not waiting on ourselves. We have to make sure that we don't get anxious and walk outside of God's timing. We also have to uh, learn not to stay too long. And so we have to make sure that when we are Um, in the process of making ourselves presentable, when we want to know if we are truly presentable, we have to learn to wait for the right thing. He knew what the Lord had told him, and because he knew what the Lord had told him, he was able to wait in expectancy to receive what the Lord said that he was going to receive. And so sometimes when we are waiting on God, and we we begin to wait, and our timing is not God's timing, sometimes we can get a little anxious, and sometimes we can go outside of God's will, and sometimes we can begin to try to figure things out on our own. I do that a lot. Um, So we want to make sure that we're not doing that. We want to make sure that we're waiting with expectation. So while we're waiting, we are with an uh, expectant posture. We are ready to receive. Our character is not becoming lazy. We are not sitting idle. We are not gossiping. We are not um, going outside of God's plan for our lives, but we are sitting and waiting with expectation. And when it says he was devout, that means he was committed, he was devoted, he was loyal. And so when we are waiting with expectation and and we're devout, we're committed to God, we're committed to the purpose, we're committed to the plan. And so we have to make sure that we are staying aligned with that so that we can be presentable at the time when it's time for us to be presented. And so when we are under trying to understand if we are presentable, we have to first learn to wait for the right thing. And so let's look at verse 27. It says, moved by the Holy Spirit, he went into the temple court. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required. And so when we are wondering if we are presentable, when we want to know if we are presentable, we, number one, have to learn to wait. But then, number two, we have to be moved by the Holy Spirit. We talked about him being expectant, and so he was expectant. The Lord had gave him a word. The Lord had gave him a promise, and he was expectant. But when the Holy Spirit moved him, he was also prepared. He moved when the Holy Spirit moved him. And so oftentimes we, we aren't in an expected position, and so when the Holy Spirit is ready to move us, we aren't prepared because we aren't expecting it to come at a time when it will come. But when we are presentable and when we are ready and when we are when we are ready to do what God wants us to do, when we are ready to walk into it, we have to be moved by the Holy Spirit. We have to be prepared to go when he says go. Because listen, if we aren't moved by the Holy Spirit, then we're moved by something else. And it's the Holy Spirit that is going to lead us in spirit and in truth. And so number one, we have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit so that we can know that it is the Holy Spirit, that it is God that is moving us, that it is where we are supposed to be, that it is is what we are supposed to be doing. And so we have to make sure that we are being moved by the Holy Spirit. We are prepared when the Lord the Lord gives us a promise and, and time passes and it continues to pass and it continues and continues and continues and continues. But if we aren't prepared and if we aren't moved when the Holy Spirit is moving, we can miss the move of God. Um, Sometimes when the Holy Spirit is moving us, it can cause fear. 
Um, sometimes it can cause frustration. Sometimes it can cause us to, to feel alone. Sometimes it can cause us to feel weird, like like different. But when the Holy Spirit is moving, we have to be prepared, and we have to move when the Holy Spirit says move. Notice it starts off saying moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. And so he didn't go until he was moved by the Spirit. And when he was moved by the Spirit, the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required. So when he was moved by the Spirit, at the same time, they were entering into the temple court. And so he met Jesus. They were met. They met in the place where the Holy Spirit had set up for them to meet. And so when we are moved by the Holy Spirit, the thing that we are moving to will meet us where we are. God is in it. God has set it up. He has prepared it. He has planned it. What we have to do is make sure that we are being moved by the Holy Spirit and walk into what God is calling us to walk into. And so it starts off with saying, moved by the Holy Spirit. He did not enter until he was moved by the Holy Spirit. And once he was moved by the Holy Spirit, he was met in there. He was met with a child. He was met with the Savior that the Lord said that he would see before he died. And so he was met. He met his promise. They met. They linked up. And I, I keep doing my hands as if y'all can see me. But if y'all could take both of y'all hands and face them towards each other and just go towards each other until they meet, that's when the Holy Spirit led him. He met Jesus, he met Jesus, he met the promise where he was supposed to be. And so when we allow the Holy Spirit to move us, when we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, when we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us, and when we are sensitive to that move, we will meet our promise. We will engage and we will go halfway and we will meet and it will all come together as the Lord has planned. But it won't happen if we aren't moved by the Holy Spirit. Again, don't be moved by yourself, don't be moved by other people, but be moved by the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit talks to you, when the Holy Spirit is functioning you, when the Holy Spirit is leading you, there should be a sensitivity in your spirit that knows that it's the Holy Spirit that is doing this, and so you should go. Don't try to pull back. Uh, don't try to go a different way, but allow the Holy Spirit to move you. Do not move until the Holy Spirit moves you, but then when he moves you, make sure that you move because you will be met. With your, your promise will be met with you. It will come together. It will all be there. It will mesh. It will click. You will partner with the promise when you move by the Holy Spirit. And so we want to make sure that we are learning to wait for the right thing, and then we also want to make sure that we are being moved by the Holy Spirit, that we are really trusting God and trusting his plan for our lives because we are not in control of our lives. And when we want to be presentable, when we want to be ready, we have to wait for the right thing. But then when the right thing comes, we have to be moved by the Holy Spirit. And so we can't sit there when the right thing comes. We have to make sure that we are prepared and ready to go. We can't try to pack a bag. We can't try to figure things out. We can't try to wait to get righteous or devout in our own eyes or in somebody else's eyes. We can't wait and try to get the proper education we can't, uh, and so that somebody else says that we need. We can't wait and try to do things that everyone else wants us to do. 
We can't wait and stay here when the Lord is moving us to go there, but we have to be moved by the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit is moving you and and you want to know if you are presentable, you have to move with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead you in spirit and in truth. And in Romans 12, it says, uh, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And so when we are thinking about giving our bodies as a living sacrifice, we are giving up our total self from the inside out. It is no longer our will, but it is God's will. It is spiritual and it is physical. And so when we are when we are expecting and wanting to be presentable, we have to make sure that we are waiting for God and then being moved by him, allowing him to lead us, not resisting, not fighting back, not um, not asking him if he knows what he's doing, not questioning what he's doing, not trying to figure out which parts you're going to play and what he is doing in your life, but you will be moved by the Holy Spirit. You will be prepared. You will be submissive. You will be humble, and you will do what God wants you to do. And so how do we know when we are presentable? We're waiting on the right thing, and then we're also being moved by the Holy Spirit. And so let's look at verses 28 through 32. It says, Simeon took him in his arm and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. My eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people. And so not only do we have to learn to wait for the right thing, we also have to be moved by the Holy Spirit, but then also we have to praise God for the promise. It starts off saying, he starts off saying, um, Simeon took him in his arm and praised God, so he embraced. He embraced the promise. He embraced the thing that God linked him to. He embraced what God had called him to. He embraced the very thing that God, the Holy Spirit, led him to. And so we have to praise God for our promise and embrace what God is doing in our lives. The Messiah, this was the light of the world. The promise of God had been fulfilled, and he told him that he would not die before the consolation of Israel, before the restoration of the kingdom for all, before Israel was restored, the Lord told Simeon that he would not die. And so the promise was fulfilled, and now the world was able to see the light. The Messiah was there. Jesus was there. And when Jesus is there, when Jesus when, um, when Jesus comes and he comes into what we are doing and we really allow God to, um, the blood of God to just shine on everything that we are doing and we let people know that the love, the love that God had for us, that he sent his son to die for us, that blood, the Messiah that was sent for us, when we allow that to fall fresh in our flesh and in our soul, then we are able to praise God for what he has done for us. And so when the Lord is moving you and when he is taking you in the direction that he is taking you, when you want to know when you are presentable, you will begin to praise him for the promise regardless of what it is. Sometimes we we don't want to walk through the, our destiny to get to where God is taking us. We don't want to go through the steps of where God is taking us. We want to fall back and we're not ready, but we have to get to the point 
to where we understand that when God, number one, makes a promise, it's beneficial, not only beneficial for you, but beneficial to the world because it's a testimony of who God is and what God will do. What he has done for you, he will do for others. What he has done for you, he can do for others. And so we have to praise God for the promise. And remember, Simeon was going to die after he seen Jesus. So everything else that was going to happen, Simeon, he wasn't even going to be able to see it. But because he knew who the Savior was, because he knew what was going to happen, he was going, he was praising God. He praised God for that promise being fulfilled. And you know, sometimes we have to praise God because what God has for us to do, it's not just for ourselves. It's for other people to see the light. It is for all for God to get the glory. The work that we do here. Here on this earth, we praise God for it. We should be praising God every time we are able to be a witness for him. We should praise God every time we think about how good he has been to us. We should praise God for doing everything that he has done in our lives. And so we have to praise God, praise God for the promise, praise God for what he has promised you. You know, you may not even understand the promise. You may not understand everything that goes with what's going to happen with your promise, with the promise that God has given you. But just know that when God gives you a promise, when God prepares something for you, when God sets something up for you, when there's a promise that is involved, it is for his glory. So regardless of how you may feel, if you may feel uncomfortable doing it, if you may feel like you are unqualified to do it, praise God that he made the promise. Because regardless of what it is, he will get the glory from everything. There's nothing that we can do to take away the glory from, well, there's, well, there is something that we can do to take away the glory from God. But there's nothing that we can do to take away the glory that any promise that God makes is supposed to have. And so we have to get to the point to where we are praising God for our promise. Praise God for your assignment, whatever your assignment is. You may not feel comfortable with your assignment. You may not under, completely understand your assignment, but embrace what God is doing in your life. Simeon embraced the promise. And so we need to embrace the promise of God on our life. Embrace what the Lord has spoken to you. I mean, we can't change it. And so all we, we should just want to fulfill it and just please God and just be presentable. Lord, I'm here for you. I'm offering myself as a living sacrifice. So whatever you want, whatever you want me to do, wherever you want me to go, whatever you want me to say, Lord, I am yours. Take me. Here I am. And so we want to get to the point to where we are praising God for the assignment. Embrace, embrace the promise. Embrace what the Lord has given you. Embrace what the Lord has connected you with. Embrace where the Lord is taking you. Embrace it. And praise God. Praise him. Praise him. And so let's look at verses 33 through 35. It said, the child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be the sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. And so when we want to know if we are presentable, we have to learn to wait. We have to be moved by the Holy Spirit. We have to praise God for the promise. And then finally, we have to recognize that this will affect many. 
Um, notice that his parents, they were amazed. They had already been through this miraculous thing where Mary had conceived without even um, having sex. She, so she had conceived and become pregnant without even having sex. So they had already went through this miraculous thing, and yet there are still uh, words that, of power and words of that will, that are astonishing to them that are being spoken about their son that, that they had. And so we want to know that we have to recognize that this will affect many. You know, uh, just as his parents were astonished, sometimes our parents are astonished by some of the things that God is going to do in our lives and some of the things that God says about us. And so we also must know that when we are recognizing that this will affect many, that the the Truth destroy wicked and, and will spare the righteous. And so Jesus was there and he was in the world. And so now we have the consolation of Israel here. We have a, a, a chance for Israel to be saved, to be restored. And so we have to know that this truth right here, this truth was, was going to destroy the wicked and it was going to spare the righteous. And that was just something that we couldn't, that they couldn't control. And there was also going to be some pain and some suffering. And so as we are going on our journey, and we are doing what the Lord has uh, called for us to do, we have to recognize that this is going to affect many. What we are preparing ourselves for and what the Lord is preparing us for, again, is not just for us, but when we are speaking the truth, the truth will tear down the wicked. And if they don't want to grasp that truth, then they that, that that's a choice that they'll make. But those that want that truth, they'll cause it and they'll want to pull to it and they want to draw to that truth and they'll want to know what the truth is that they can get. They'll want to want they will want to know who Jesus is. They will want to know what's inside of you that's causing you to act the way you act, to think the way you think, to speak the way you speak. Um, there will also be some pain and some suffering that's involved with this because it's not all peaches and cream when you are doing the work of the Lord. There's some issues, some struggles that you are going to have to deal with on your own as well. And so there's going to be some pain and suffering that we have to go through as well. But all we have to do is rely and depend on the Lord, knowing that we are in his arms, knowing that we are doing what he has called us to do will help us get through this process. Um, the second part of Romans 12 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so when we are going through this process and when we are looking to be presentable, we can't look at the way that the Lord, the world is looking, but we have to look at the way that the Lord is looking. We have to allow our minds to be transformed by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, and then we'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will is. And so when we want to be presentable, we have to offer ourselves to God. We have to give our complete self to him. We have to allow him to do what he wants to do in our lives. And just understand, although you are affecting many, although many will be affected by your work, it is not about you, it is not about me, it is not about us. It is all about God, and so we have to make sure that we are offering ourselves to him completely. We are giving ourselves to him inside and out as a living sacrifice. We are partnering with his will. So we are no longer no longer partnering with the world, but we are partnering with his will. We are set apart. We are renewed. We reflect his nature and characteristics. We are not trying to please others, but we are only trying to please him. And then we are not adjusting to, aligning with, or partnering with the world, but we are doing what God wants us to do the way that he wants us to do it. And so how do we know when we are presentable? We are learning to wait for the right thing. We are being moved by the Holy Spirit. We are praising God for the promise, 
and then we recognize we are recognizing that this will affect many. And so whatever it is that the Lord has promised you, whatever word he has promised, and when the fulfillment comes, embrace what God has called you to do. Be expectant. Be prepared. Be prepared to do what God has called you to do. Be prepared to move by the Holy Spirit. Allow the Lord to transform your thinking. Allow him to conform your mind and offer your body as a living sacrifice. When you say you are offering your body, you are giving your total self up. You are giving everything about you up to the Lord. You are giving it away. You are saying, here, take this. Um, one of the definitions I got for sacrifice was to be lost for the sake of obtaining something. And so we should be lost for the sake of obtaining God's will for our lives. And that's how we know when we are presentable. And so, again, learn to wait for the right thing. Be moved by the Holy Spirit. Praise God for the promise and recognize that this will affect many. This is no longer just for the Jew. It's for the Jew and the Gentile. The light is here. And so whosoever, whosoever, it is open to whosoever. And so we have to get to the place to where we are allowing God to show us when we are presentable. And when we are ready, we have to be expectant. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to move us, to lead us, to guide us. And we have to trust that he is doing the right thing. We have to give ourselves up. It is no longer our will, but his will. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you that you continue to be with us, Lord. We thank you that you continue to uh, show yourself to us each and every day, God. We thank you that you have given us another opportunity, Lord, to become closer to you, oh God. We thank you that you have given us another opportunity, oh God, to be more and more like you, oh God. We thank you, God, that you have given us an opportunity to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, Lord, holy and pleasing to you, God. And we are just asking you, Lord, for your wisdom to help us to learn to wait for the right thing, Lord. But then, Lord, we are asking you for your discernment, your knowledge, and understanding, Lord. Help us to be moved by your Holy Spirit. Help us not to be stagnant. Help us to be expectant and prepared, oh God. We thank you for the promises that you have given us, oh God. And we are just embracing the fact that you have allowed us to take part in your work on here on this earth. Lord, we recognize that this will affect many, Lord. And so we want to do everything that we can do to do it correctly, Lord, to do it your way, do it pleasing to you, oh God. Father, we need you. We love you. We thank you and we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.